I don't know about you, but I love to hear the stories. I love to hear the stories of how lives are changed, how people are taking their next steps, how their lives have been impacted. And uh, that's what we're here to celebrate today, what God has done, and to celebrate you too and the investment you've made in this church, the contributions you've made to make all this happen. It's fun to celebrate, isn't it? How, how do you like to celebrate? That was real fast, too. I think I heard cake. Was that what I heard? Maybe throw in a dip, a scoop of ice cream with that, too. But, uh, you know, there are different ways to celebrate. I think some of the best celebrations are the spontaneous ones, right? I mean, when they're not planned, you just erupt in celebration. When my, one of my sons was in college, and he was playing golf, and my wife and I were at his tournament. I still remember it was at Ball State, and we were standing beside a green, and, uh, he hit his ball off the tee, and we watched the ball go up into the air, and it came down, landed on the green, one bounce, and in the hole. And I heard my wife scream, and I let out a shout. I yelled too, and I looked back at the tee, and his coach, who just happened to be standing there when he hit this shot, was standing there with his arms straight up in the air. He got in a hole in one, which was so rare, you know, to be able to do. And so we were very, very excited. However, the next tee uh, for the next hole was right behind us, and there were some players on that hole getting ready to tee off. And one of them was about to swing when we let out a yell. Fortunately, he was able to stop and all that. So I turned around to him, and I said, oh, sorry about that. You know, I didn't mean to interrupt your shot. And he said, don't worry about it. I'd be screaming too. Some of those celebrations are the best kind, aren't they? The spontaneous ones. But... Planned celebrations serve a great purpose too. When my kids were younger, we would celebrate their spiritual birthdays. And what I mean by that is that time that they made that decision to accept Jesus into their life, when they surrendered their lives to Jesus and became a follower, because we wanted them to remember that. So every year on the day that that happened, when it would roll around, we would celebrate their spiritual birthdays, kind of like you do your birthday. We would have a party my wife would cook their favorite meal. They got to set what the menu would be for that meal. And we would get them a gift, typically something that had some spiritual significance to it. And we had fun celebrating their spiritual birthdays. One reason we did it was because we wanted them to be able to remember that, what had happened when they made that decision. And to this day, I still remember the dates of their spiritual birthdays, January 11, March 14, and May the 5th. Celebration is a part of life. It's so much fun to do that. And it's a very common theme in the Bible too. Did you know that uh, the word celebrate or celebration is used 163 times in the Bible? So the Bible is full of celebration. God had a special relationship with the nation of Israel. And you read about that in the first half of the Bible, the Old Testament. He gave them the law. He gave them their own land. Through that nation, he brought his son, the Messiah, Jesus, into the world. So it was a very special relationship. And you can read on many, many occasions in the Old Testament where God would say to this nation, celebrate. He even had them set aside certain days where they couldn't work and all they would do is celebrate, kind of like we do on holidays today. He even took weeks at a time and told them to celebrate. Now, why is that? 
It's because I think God is a God of joy. He loves to rejoice. He loves to celebrate. And he loves to see his people do the same thing. But there's something else going on there. God knows that when we celebrate, something happens. When we celebrate, we remember. And God wants us to celebrate, not only to be filled with joy, but also so we'll remember. Remember what he has done. I want to show you one example of that from the Old Testament this morning. This one would be in the category of a spontaneous celebration. Maybe you've heard of King David of Israel, one of the great kings of Israel. He was living in Jerusalem, called the city of David, and he wanted to bring the Ark of the Covenant to Jerusalem. The Ark, the Ark of the Covenant was like their most sacred symbol. It was the most holy thing for them because it symbolized and the actual presence of God was there with that Ark. And David dreamed about the day because he was living in Jerusalem that he could bring that Ark, which was so holy, so sacred, to Jerusalem. Let me just read it to you. This is 2 Samuel chapter 6, verses 12 to 15. Then King David was told, The Lord has blessed Obed-Edom's household and everything he has because of the Ark of God. So David went there and brought the Ark of God from the house of Obed-Edom to the city of David, that's Jerusalem, with a great celebration. After the men who were carrying the Ark of the Lord had gone six steps, David sacrificed a bull and a fattened calf, and David danced before the Lord with all his might, wearing a priestly garment. So David and all the people of Israel brought the ark of the Lord with shouts of joy and with the blowing of ram's horns. Now, can you picture this scene? I mean, people are shouting, people are yelling, horns are blowing. I mean, they were all out for celebration, weren't they? Or maybe we should say all in for celebration. Yeah. And David is so overcome with emotion, he couldn't contain it. And he just broke out into a dance. Have you ever been so overcome with joy that you broke out into a dance? Not me. <laughs> yeah, dancing is not the first thing that I think of when I'm excited about something. I can't dance. I'm a terrible dancer. It doesn't come naturally to me. So when I celebrate, dancing isn't the first thing that comes to mind. So I can't imagine myself breaking out into just a spontaneous dance. You know, I have danced one time in my life. Maybe the only time I... It will be the only time I will ever dance. <laughs> when your daughter comes to you, and she's about ready to get married, your one and only daughter, and she says to you, Dad, will you dance with me at my wedding? What are you going to say? You're going to dance with her, right? So I said, yes, I'll dance with you. But in typical Jerry fashion, I had to be prepared for this. So I went to this dance instructor and said, you got to teach me how to dance, you know. I, I've never danced before. I don't know what to do. So she taught me how to slow dance so I could slow dance with my daughter. And then she taught me how to bust a few moves. So <laughs> when the music picked up, we did. We went into a little 
thing where, we, where I busted a few moves. We actually have that on video. No, I am not going to show it to you. <laughs> Ever. No, that's off limits. We're moving on now. David, on the other hand, he could bust some moves, and he just, out of spontaneous joy, began to dance to God. Can you imagine what that would have been like, the celebration that took place when they brought the ark to Jerusalem? God wants us to celebrate. Here's something we have to celebrate. You know, it was six years ago on this day, September 9th, that we uh, opened our first service. And like I mentioned earlier, I remember very clearly that day. I remember what the music was. I remember this powerful drama we did. I remember some of the videos we did. And this is kind of unusual for me, but I actually remember the sermon I gave that day. I don't often remember those, but I can actually remember the one that I gave on that day. And let me tell you what has happened. Here is what God has done, and here is what your investment in the Ridge has made in these last six years. Since we moved in on September 9, 2012, we have baptized over 300 people. Is that cool or what? Yeah. When we moved into this building, we had 175 people in life groups, our small group ministry. Today, we have 715. Yeah, isn't that worth celebrating? We have 931 people who volunteer or serve around here on a regular basis. That's cool, too. And, and listen to this. In the last three years, our investment in our community, service to our community, totals 18,240 hours that you have invested in our community. That is so cool as well. Today, though, we want to focus very specifically on the last three years, what we've called All In, our three-year strategic plan, and just celebrate what God has done and celebrate you and your investment in that. Now, if you were around three years ago when we launched All In, about middle part of the year, the last Sunday, right when we were ready to launch All In three years ago, we said that our goal was to impact 3,000 lives through All In. And if you were here that Sunday, do you remember that we actually, so that we could picture or visualize what 3,000 lives look like, we actually took ping pong balls in a container and just dumped them right up here on stage. If you were around, maybe you remember that. Just to see what 3,000 would look like. It was a pretty cool moment as we saw the impact looking at the future that perhaps you could make and with God's help in the lives of other people. Um, if you saw our video promo the last two weeks about today in the celebration and you saw some ping pong balls and you weren't around for that, you may have been going, what's up with the ping pong balls? Well, now you know. That's why we did that on that Sunday. When we dumped them out onto this stage, after one of the services ended, a lady came up to me and she asked me, she said, would it be okay if I took one of the ping pong balls? And I said, well, well sure, why? She said, because there's a person I want to invite to church who's currently not going to church. And I want to take that ping pong ball just as a reminder to me and to pray for them that they'll come to church someday. And I thought, what a cool idea. What a fantastic idea. So we actually made those ping pong balls available to you. And you were able to take those with you if you wanted to as a reminder to you or as a reminder to pray. I took five that day. And I wrote the names of five guys 
That's not a restaurant, by the way. That's actually <laughs> what I did. I, I took the, and wrote five names of men that I wanted to be able to connect with. And I put them in the, my middle desk drawer so that when I would open that drawer, I would see those ping pong balls, and it would just be a reminder for me to pray for them. So looking back now, three years later, how did that go? Well, one of the guys, I wrote his name here, I, I've kind of lost contact with him almost completely. Two of the guys whose names I wrote on ping pong balls have actually come one time since then, and I'm celebrating that. I think it's so cool that they've actually come at least once to our church since that time. Another one of the names that I wrote on here, I was able to talk to him about his relationship with God and find out that he did make a decision to invite Christ into his life. And you know, he passed away. But when he passed away, I wasn't sad about that because I had heard from him that he knew because he had invited Christ in his life that he was going to spend eternity in heaven. So when I look at, yeah, so when I look at this ping pong ball, I'm not sad about it. I'm actually celebrating knowing that he's in heaven today. And then there was one other one, and this guy actually did start coming to church, and eventually he made a decision to invite Christ into his life, and he was baptized. So that's pretty cool as I look back at what God did in the lives of those. Now, through All In, we had four initiatives. Those initiatives were to connect, to serve, to invite, and to launch. Through those four initiatives, we wanted to see people you know, coming and taking their next steps in terms of their relationship with God. So how did we do? We had four goal champions, one for each of those initiatives. And they're going to come out and join me on stage right now. And we just want to tell you how that went for us during these last three years. And the four goal champions were, of course, Adam, Mike, and James. And Adam was the goal champion for Connect. Mike was the goal champion for Serve. James was the goal champion for Invite. And then I was the goal champion for Launch. And as I mentioned earlier, you know, we, we said we wanted to impact 3,000 lives through these last three years. And so we poured those ping pong balls out on stage three years ago so we could visualize or picture what 3,000 lives would look like. Well, we're going to do that again for you so you can visualize or picture what those 3,000 lives look like. So we're going to dump 3,000 ping pong balls into this container so you can get a feel for the impact we could make. Okay, is that cool or what? We probably better get those two, shouldn't we? We don't want those two lives to be on the floor there. Did, we? <laughs> did you just put, were you going to put one in your pocket, James? Oh. <laughs> you know, you look at that, and you would almost think that someone planned for those 3,000 ping pong balls to fit perfectly in that container, wouldn't you? Yeah, it was this guy right here. Yeah, that won't surprise you if you know him, but he's the one who makes those kinds of things happen around here. But... I said we have four initiatives, and uh, I'm going to let each of these guys who were gold champions for those initiatives tell you about their initiative and what happened throughout these last three years. We'll start with Adam. He had the Connect initiative. 
So the Connect initiative really focused on three primary areas. The first, life groups here at the Ridge, people volunteering here at the Ridge, and then the areas of giving here at the Ridge. So each life group that was launched, each person who is using their giftedness to volunteer here at the Ridge, each person who began to surrender their finances to God during this period of time represent really a next step. Each one of these ping pong balls represents a next step. Really, God changing us from the inside out. It's a transformation thing. So in the Connect initiatives, we were so excited about helping people connect relationally so that they could connect with God spiritually and continue to grow in their relationship with Jesus. I talked to a Ridge couple here a while back and asked them about their faith journey, about how God was working in their life to change them and transform them. And they talked about they had been here for a couple of years, really, and they just they felt disconnected. They weren't growing. They were going through the motions. They didn't know what to do, but they decided to take one intentional next step. So they joined a life group here at the Ridge. And a little while later, they began volunteering and using their gifts here at the Ridge. And then a little while later, they decided to go to Financial Peace University and begin surrendering their finances and learning about what God has to say about their finances. And this is what they had to say about that journey. We feel like taking a next step has helped our family grow. We lean on God a lot more now that we've been in a life group and we feel like our go-to is now God instead of each other. We feel a lot more connection to God and the church, and it makes us excited for Sunday. Now, maybe you have a story similar to that. I know my wife, Abby, and I do. We are so thankful to be able to connect here relationally because that helps us grow spiritually here. We love the Ridge, and we are so excited about being able to celebrate all four of these initiatives this morning. Yeah, awesome. So that's what happened during Connect. Adam did a great job of leading that, and you all made that possible with your investment in that uh, goal as well. So Mike, Mike had the Serve initiative. Tell us how that went. Well, our team was tasked with impacting lives by serving outside the walls of our church, and we've had an absolute blast in doing that. Through our Inside Out uh, ministry, we have been able to provide hot meals through Love Chapel, and we have fed hundreds of children around the world through Feed My Starving Children. Uh, we have been that cold drink of water that Jesus has challenged us to be to individuals and agencies here in our community. And we have provided literal clean water to hundreds of villagers in Africa through Team World Vision. Our efforts have provided hot meals, warm beds, life-changing counseling. We've met practical needs and provided refuge for the homeless. We've provided hope for the incarcerated, and we have shared the message of Jesus with hundreds as we have celebrated his birth through Columbus Christmas. And in addition to that, uh, we've served our broader community in a number of ways by being able to, to do some real practical things. We're doing that again in just a couple weeks as we are providing water stations for the Mill Race Marathon and the thousands of participants that are going to be involved in that. 
And so we are incredibly thankful, as uh, Jerry has already mentioned, that we not only met, but we surpassed our goal by a rather significant amount. And I want to thank our leadership team and all the individual coordinators that made those events possible, and all of you for investing your time and energy so we could be Jesus to all of those people. Thank you. Yeah, awesome job. And then there was the Invite initiative. James was the gold champion for that one. James, tell us how we did. I've got good news. We are an inviting, we are a growing church. Studies show that most people who start attending churches do that because of an invite from a friend. We plan our services every week. They are designed to be easy on-ramps for you to be able to invite your friends to church. So we feel like it's part of our DNA, it's part of our culture, and we're excited about that. I love that we understand that next steps cannot happen without somebody taking their first step. We need to, uh, as just Christians, be able to build into people's lives, build into our friends, our family, our coworkers, and our classmates so that God can use us in a way that maybe can help them take their next step. Today we are celebrating people joining life groups, volunteering in the church, serving outside the church, being baptized, and accepting Jesus as their Savior. None of these things are really about attendance. It is more about people moving toward and growing in their relationship with Jesus. Some of you may not know that without an invitation to play basketball years ago at a church, Mike Morrow may not be on staff with us at the Ridge. And many years ago, my sophomore year, I was invited to sing at churches around the area. And without that, I might not be a music pastor. So there are lives around you that can be impacted in, in small ways and in big ways. And I would just challenge you to, to continue um, to be a church that is about impacting lives for Jesus and to continue to live lives that afford us the opportunity to invite others to church and for them to be able to grow in their relationship with Jesus. And yeah, like James said, you are an inviting church, and we thank you for that, inviting your friends who aren't going to church so we can continue to do whatever it takes to reach our community for Christ. And great job with that one too, James. Well, the fourth initiative was launched. Yeah. The fourth initiative was launch, and I was the gold champion for that. We had a couple, I would say, setbacks with that. It slowed us down a little bit. But you know what? Every time God has changed the timing of what we had planned, it always worked out better. So I've, all, I've just come to realize over the years that any time God changes it or slows it down, just to be able to say, okay, God, we'll, we'll see what you have planned. And so we, we are just committed as ever to this goal of launch. What that means is that we would like to launch a campus in another community surrounding us. The reason being we have a number of people who come from surrounding communities and counties. Um, every county adjacent to Bartholomew County, we have people who attend here. But our vision is to do whatever it takes to reach our community for Christ. We're seeing God expand that definition of community a little bit because we have people coming from other counties as well. But you know, you may, if you come from a different county, be willing to drive to Columbus, but if you're trying to reach your friends in your community who don't go to church, it's much less likely that they're going to be willing to make the drive to Columbus. So because of our vision to do whatever it takes, we would love for them to have a church in their community where they can invite their friends to that focuses on maybe 
people who aren't going to church. And so we would love to be able to have a bridge campus in another community. That's what Launch is all about. And we're committed to that. We're looking to the future and seeing how God is going to lead us down that path. So you'll be hearing more about that even in the weeks and months and years to come. So I want to thank these guys. They knocked it out of the park on these initiatives and goal champions. And a thank you to all of you. In fact, how did we do? If you're saying, so we said we, our goal was to impact 3,000 lives. We exceeded that goal, and we want to show you right now just how many lives we were able to impact through All In. So here we go. Those color ping pong balls represent an additional 2,724 lives that we were able to impact for a total of 5,724. Is that cool or what? And we want to say, look what God has done and celebrate him. But we also want to thank you for your contributions here at the Ridge and for making that happen. And so that's what we're here to celebrate today. Now, we look to the future, we're excited about where we're headed for the future. And in fact, in October and November of this year, we're going to be telling you more about what the next two years, 2019 and 2020, look like here at the Ridge. So you'll want to be sure and be around for that time period as well. 